0: I'm Simone Paget, and welcome to We're Never Doing This Again, a podcast about sex, dating, and all of those weird and wonderful, messy experiences that we have no desire to repeat. So I'm super excited about today's guest. I have Rochelle Latinsky. She is a digital strategist, a longtime internet person, and she's based in Toronto. So welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me. Yeah. When we were talking on Twitter, you mentioned that you're kind of going through a certain like... Renaissance. I call it my Beyonce
1: era (laughs) renaissance.
0: Yes. Do you want to (laughs) tell me a bit more about that? Uh, Sure. So
1: in the summer of 2022, I made a really difficult decision to end a relationship that was nearly... Uh, it was heading into its seventh year. Okay. Um, because I just realized that it was, it was just not, it was just not gonna go anywhere. And I'm not talking about like marriage or children or anything like that. It just was like, well, this is this is a relationship of convenience at this point. And this isn't convenient for me anymore. I had moved to a different neighborhood. Um and like the world was still shut down. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just don't want you in my space. And you're like a really decent human, human, human. <laughs> but I I need to call it before I get to the point where I hate you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh and then uh I just I met someone very soon after and it was like fast and furious like ridiculous it was just like carnal ridiculous like of everything it was just like I was like this person was just like everything that my ex wasn't and it wasn't a relationship it was like just ridiculous yeah and then two weeks before Christmas I got a text message saying like uh I think it's best if we part ways. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. And then uh, even better is that I followed up with like cool, but like the only thing I ever had as like a, a thing that I was asking for you as a human is if this wasn't working or whatever, talk to me in person. That's all yeah. I asked. And the other thing was don't ghost. Yeah. So he ghosted. And then I we weren't even following each other on socials and I went to go look up t- I hadn't heard from him and I was like is he okay? Cuz he kind of like disappeared a little before sort of sending that text message and he was like he had blocked me everywhere on social and not just like my primary accounts. I have a small business. I I sell vintage clothing. And yeah. he blocked that account, too. Okay. That's I was like. That's yeah. intense. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Well, yeah. So, I mean, I'm like, I, this is just a preamble to the Beyonce era. Oh. Um, okay. okay, good. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, two days later, uh, I got bags. And I haven't okay. had bags in a very long time. And then I matched with some like old friends on tinder and they told me about uh, another app for folks that were a little bit more sex positive and not even more but like it was just it was just kind of like well if you're if this is where your head is at from like an ethical non-monogamy perspective why are you not on this thing anyway it's been a ride it's been a ride and like that's like the beyonce era renaissance because i was like I was never not a like person that was like not kinky by any means, but I was never not sex positive, open minded, didn't mind showing my butt, like yeah. didn't mind like you know, like talking about sex and everything like that. And now I'm like, well, there are people that we share these interests, but also I found that these people have more in common with me in terms of like our politics and our beliefs, like a lot of, a lot of vehemently pro vaccine folks who are pro consent and communication. And I was like, I have found my, I have found my, my people of sorts and it has been real, a real ride because I was like, I'm actually a teensy tiny, a little bit gay and yeah, me too. <laughs> duh. It's like, duh. And it's been really nice because I already stopped giving any fucks. Yeah. But it's been really nice to be like, no, I do not want to, I do not want you to pee on me, but thank you for asking. <laughs> <laughs> or but I do not want to pee on you, but thank you for asking. And, like, talking about it and, like, uh, like, it's just been fascinating. And I know, like, I haven't even gotten into, like, the, like, shenanigans of it all. But it's, like, I'm not broken. I also, like, you know, we're coming out of COVID, like, the height of COVID with a little bit extra padding around our, our gills. Mm-hmm. But we also lived through it. And some of us got COVID and are still dealing with the aftermath. But, like. I'm just grateful to be alive. Yeah. And like I still mask as much as I can. I but I'm like I'm just it's like that stupid fucking TikTok trend of that lucky girl syndrome. Yeah. Have you but I'm like it's my Beyoncé era renaissance. Because the thing is is that there's like everything in my life is pretty great. Yeah, same. So why can't I have a bunch of like really fun adventures and like I don't know, see penis yeah. peni involves. us I think penai is the pure word plural <laughs> world word and why shouldn't I put myself out there to be like maybe I want to be someone's like unicorn in a relationship
0: yeah well so I have like a couple <laughs> thoughts here first of all I had <laughs> let me just send you an article I wrote recently for um insider and not inside her but like business I know and- I don't
1: know I think I read that article
0: yeah. I read I read I read about I'm going to say I read like 90% of what you write. Oh, that's so cool. I always feel like I'm just like screaming into the void so to hear people actually No, I I've been reading your stuff for years. I only say 90 cuz sometimes I miss things. Yeah. Yeah. But means- I read I read all
1: your stuff. Oh, thank you. And I have for, you know, forever. So uh-huh. even like from like the early days of was it Skinny Dip? Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's that's how long I've been reading your stuff. Oh, that's so cool. So, yeah, that guy that I wrote about, he um did the same thing. Like, within, like, m- seconds of hanging up the phone, I was, he had suddenly blocked me on everything and blocked my number. So I could not get a hold of him to have, like, an actual conversation. Because, yeah, yeah and I'm like, that is, like, some next level, like, pathological avoidance.
1: You want some more? You want some more? This is like my life.
0: I'm in awe of like the levels that people go to, to avoid like uncomfortable, potentially uncomfortable, but potentially leading to really great things, conversations.
1: Yeah. I mean, yeah. Also like given that I'm exploring and I'm, I'm being open-minded towards folks that are in, open or ethnic ethnic ethically non-monogamous relationships. This this friend that I'd matched with, it clicked how like that for some reason that's like the first time where it made sense to me from like the truest form of an ethically non-monogamous relationship. And I was like, oh okay, yes, I can do this and I want to because I realized yeah. that I really as much as I like Having a partner, (laughs) I just feel like I. It's not that I'm I'm not the way down thing, but it's like I think I've chosen to be this solo human, at least for the foreseeable future. Not for more than any other reason than, like, dating is fucking expensive. We've talked about this. Um. Also, it's really annoying. To tell the same seven stories over and over again, and then I'm self conscious about it now because, like, I've I've been on what like three, four dates in almost a decade. I don't know what yeah. to say I don't like, and I'm not a drinker that much, and so like, it's just like, it's like I don't even know anymore. So it's like, well, you know, uh, I'm gonna put myself out there and go on dates, but I'm also like not going to like mm, it's not the whole like manifestation thing by any means but it's just like i have so many other great things going on in my life that i don't really want to date anyone yeah because it's like good thanks like i have like really great friends like i moved into a new neighborhood made a ton of like awesome friends I feel like I'm 10 years younger than I actually am. And, yeah, me too. Yeah. And like, my dog is living his best life. And everyone knows him in the neighborhood and they all know me and it's just like I kind of feel a little bit like my life is starting cuz I kind of feel like for the last 7 years I really was sleeping. But I miss yeah. my but not to not to like body
0: shame myself, but I miss my body from 7 years ago yeah i mean i can relate to that too like mostly mostly like- because of my butt because i used to play roller derby back then and i had like oh. a hell of a butt
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, you still have a hell of a butt <laughs> but it was like you know like that look like, when you can grab onto it but like in yeah. a way that it's like a shelf it's like the perfect butt it was like it was like what what the like the girl you know like People want to have surgeries to get this
0: butt. Yeah, like the BBL. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I have, it's like the same body, but like a diff, like it's me, but I came out of COVID with like a different body. Yeah. And I'm sort of getting back to, I wouldn't say I'm back to the same body i had before because it will always be different with like time and age and i've have i've had surgery so i have like a big like abdominal scar and like stuff like that but um i'm starting to feel like a bit more at home in my body which feels really well like okay this is what we're working with now okay like well
1: so because in my other life i I saw vintage and my focus is on plus size women well it it is more it's inclusive but from a gender spectrum, but predominantly women who are no smaller than a size 12 14, modern size 12 14. And I used to write for Fat Girl Food Squad. And I really do subscribe to this philosophy of like like living like being like it's like just kind of like being who you are and like again, like I tell my students I'm kind of out of fucks to give. Um yeah. And like there's not not to say that there's days that I don't have dysmorphia by any means. But, you know, like, sometimes I'm really feeling myself like I took some like, I took some like really thirsty photos because the sun was beautiful today. And I had taken my blinds down my curtains down to wash them. And I was like, Yeah, I'm gonna post this on I'm gonna post this on Instagram. And like, I'm not a blonde anymore. And the bangs
0: and it's like a whole
1: thing. But again, Beyonce era renaissance.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm like fully here for that. Because yeah, I've noticed during COVID, I wore a lot of like smock dresses and stuff. Okay. And, and which is like, cool. I was kind of like, I'm going to be an eccentric, kind of like golden girls person, like around the house. in yeah. like Flowing puffed And now I'm like, really, my body's fine. Like, why don't I show it off more?
1: Yeah. yeah. Well, for me, it was the biggest shift was I have always worn predominantly black, but I think like the the Sort of like the greens, the sage greens, and like the sort of like um terracotta browns, like sort of yeah. like soft neutrals, yeah. So, you know, feel it myself, um, yeah, but I like this, yeah, yeah. But I'm happy to answer questions too. You're like, because we've been like talking about Beyonce, but the thing is, is that like. I literally only know what's that song? Um Break My Soul. Oh. Oh my
0: God. You have to listen to the whole album. Oh I have,
1: I have. But what I'm saying is, is that like oh, I right. listened to that like that song, because I I'm not a Beyonce stan.
0: I'm not. I'm gonna
1: admit it. But that song, like it, it just like broke my spirit, like broke my soul in a good way.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: And that's why yeah, I say, like, like, Beyonce era Renaissance, because it's, like, it is a big album. It is a, like, it is a pop and
0: a half. Yeah, it's funny, because, like, I'm not a, a stan either. Like, there's, like, from her catalog, I'm, like, oh, yeah, there's definitely some stuff I really yeah. like. And then, for some reason, this album, like, just completely sucked me in. I, like, I've gone full on, like, I bought the vinyl. I bought tickets to the show. <laughs> Oh my
1: god, that's crazy!
0: Yeah, but there's something just really empowering about about renaissance, and I feel like I'm in my own kind of like more like a professional personal renaissance. Of, yeah, like, branching yeah. Out into like new forms of like content and yeah. new forms of relationships, and yeah, reevaluating basically everything. Yeah, For what I've come to realize is that. Like, the form of sort of online dating and going on first dates, like, that wasn't working for me. Yeah. And I tried it, tried it until the point where I'm like, I don't want to do it because it doesn't seem fun. Yeah. So. It's not fun.
1: Now where I live, like, it's not much of a neighborhood. Like, it's it's pretty sterile. It's got, like, a huge community vibe, don't get me wrong. But it's not... Like it's I I was in I was sort of like on Ronta sales the other day And I was like this is a neighborhood But yeah, yeah. like that's What I miss because like I don't have I mean also I don't really drink much but like I am not gonna go to Like the the places that are Local are like Too expensive to be a regular at And it's like a trek and a half to go up Like it's fine I can walk to Dundas and Audington no problem I'm just being a brat about it but also Like I don't know I don't know, this culture of, like, let's go for a drink. But then also, like, so many gross encounters of, like, dudes being like, come sit on my face. And I was like, (laughs) we haven't even had a conversation.
0: I should ask, like, what app are you using now that – is it, like, field by any chance? Oh, yeah. Okay, because I've heard good things about that one. And I haven't tried it myself, but I've been in sex-positive spaces, like – through work and traveling Mm -hmm. and going to resorts and stuff and one of the things I really like about them is like it is really consent focused Mm -hmm. where people will literally ask you hey is it okay if I give you a hug and I'm like sure that's great like I just it's so nice to be asked
1: well even better is like I someone that I had a literal afternoon quickie with Mm it was like Again, neither neither of us had ever done this. He, like, got back in touch. I never expected to hear back from him because it was, like, literally, like, on his way to work. It was really, 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 really ridiculous. But it was, like, mm-hmm. living my best, like, living my, like, reasonable, reasonable, safe fantasies because he had to get through my building security. But uh, he texted asking if he could send me a picture of his dick. And I was like, "Thank you for asking. I'm good, but thank you. I've already started yeah. naked. I was like, "Dick pictures don't really do it for me, but thank you."
0: Yeah, he's also 24.
1: yeah. I really
0: oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I I appreciate the asking whether they can send you something. Like I've had, I have a friend who's like, so he, at, at the time that we sort of dated, he was in like a non-monogamous relationship and I was kind of like just one of his other part of his little constellation. Yeah, yeah. Um it was one of the better dating experiences from yeah. that era. I was online because he would ask me like even now sometimes like can I send you like a spicy picture? I'm like, uh-huh. "Nope. I'm interested in someone right now. I really don't need to see yeah. that." Uh so yeah, it's Yeah. I appreciate that. And it's not done enough from the general population.
1: It's also given me the confidence to say like, you know what? I So one of those things is like when I first got on it in December, like late, late, late December, I think just before New Year's, uh, it was like, I I made this joke a lot of times too. It's like there was more cake than I could eat. Okay. I, I, it was just like, where have these people been my entire life um yeah i I, like i got i got kind of like it was so overwhelming and like i didn't even think to switch off the app notifications and it was like i I literally went into a vortex of sex (laughs) i mean and and it's what i also had enough a flood in my apartment
0: and that's not a euphemism. That's no, like- it's literally yeah.
1: like, and there's like now there are holes in my walls. My H box been pulled out. I had I have to get a plumber to come in on Friday. It's like it's been a thing. And when this leak happened, I wasn't by myself. The person that I was with ended up shouting at my super because they can They came back a few times, uh, but like the second time, they had already determined the first time that it wasn't an active leak. But then they decided to come, like, barge in my door at like twelve o'clock at night to check again. I was oh, like, "There's," it was, and then this person like wound up shouting at my super. Uh, they were like, "Well, can I? Do you want me to deal with this?" I just didn't expect it to get to that point. And then, um, I was like feeling sorry for myself, and he had suggested that we like go and meet up with someone that he like for a group thing and uh we got there and I was like I can't do this I need to go home yeah. and then I called it off with him and I realized that it wasn't about the like first of all like I think I was like sad and putting myself in the situation that I shouldn't have been in and thankfully I was like I am comfortable enough with myself to say like no this is not for me but also yeah. like um, being like, you know what, I think this isn't for me, like, let's call it, um, and like, not feeling guilty about it, because this person, his wife had introduced us on field. Oh, no, okay. And she, like, again, unicorn thing, she's a fucking baby, yeah. and it was like, she's like, you should hang out with my husband, and, like, again, like, it was like, the first time I met him, I was like, how, how, did we not know each other? Like, did we know each other in a past life? Because it was like some of the best I've had in my entire life. Wow. And yeah. I was, and I like, I don't know. It was like, it was like, just, I was in my head about it. i just like having complicated feelings about other things that were going on in my life because all of my trauma and drama seems to revolve around relationships. Yeah. But only relationships just relationships my job is wonderful my living situation is great i we could all use we could all get paid we could all use more money for sure but like yeah everything in my life is pretty pretty like pretty great so that was the other thing too of me pulling back to say like you know what what am i doing everything in my life is great and so i'm very like lucky that i've now found a few people. Because I'm not, I've made this firm decision that I'm not meant to be a monogamous human. Yeah. Um. And I, like, I've made this decision that, like, I'm not looking for a primary partner. I'm not. Yeah. I, and, like, I'm going to kind of, like, pick and choose when I go on dates with folks. And, I mean, I'm very lucky that I have a handful of folks that are kind of, let's call it my roster. But we've, like, it is. Communication city. Yeah. Um, And I guess also I'm like way more self aware too. So, like, some one of their people, like, he's like, I sent a passive aggressive text to my ex on Valentine's Day. And I was like, oh, now I understand your headspace. You're a mess. Yeah. And also, he reminds me too much of my ex boyfriend. And I was like, I don't need another one of those in my life. But also, I don't want to date him. But he's really fun. Yeah. He's really fun. But now it's like, okay, well, let's explore the, like, let's, when I'm ready, let's explore the little bit of, like, being a little gay. Within reason, right? Like, I'm not going to put myself in spaces that are, you know, unsafe. And it's not like I haven't been, like, tangentially, you know, on the fringes of being part of the, like, LGBT community. But I also, like, it's not hundred percent my space, so it's like you know don't want to don't want to you know i there are queer spaces that i will not like i don't not that i don't belong in but i'm not going to take up space in those spaces because there are people that it's just it's their space and i will be a, yeah. i will be a, a t- i hate the word ally but i'm gonna let them have their space because it's their space, and I don't need to be there. Because there are other spaces that I can be in.
0: So I have a lot of thoughts about this too. <laughs> <Like, laughs> um, I like identify as like bisexual, yeah. But i like, so it's it's two prong. Like I find that there's sort of like there is like bisexual erasure. Yeah. Here, the scene here is very like queer with like a capital Q. Yeah had friends say who are like much more sort of queer presenting say oh you should come to like this or that but it it's not that I don't necessarily want to take up space it's that I don't feel like it's it it's not me I don't feel like I belong in those spaces I don't feel like I'm queer enough
1: well, I don't think any of us are queer enough if you think about it. I feel like we all yeah. have issues with that. But also, like, it's kind of like that in, like, the kink
0: community too, right? Okay.
1: Because, like, I, like somebody was like, oh, you're, you're a cuckold. And I was like, I do not identify as one of those. And I think that's, like, why are you putting a label on things? Um, yeah. And I guess, like, I feel, I feel like I, I'm happy to be a part of queer spaces. I just don't need to be a central focus.
0: Yeah, same.
1: I I recently um I recently remembered that I used to blog about my dating experiences on a Tumblr because you know Tumblr's back. Yeah and I wasn't sure if I wasn't sure if I still if the if it was still active. Um but it is. And then like talking about like being knowing who you are. I'm, I'm going back to sex for a minute yeah, I know. Um, and relationships because that's what we were here for. So
0: yeah.
1: I was rereading some of these entries and I was like, huh, wow. So my voice has been the same this entire time, but I'm like a much more confident human. Um, yeah. I'm not afraid to be like, well, oh, actually, I think it's just now I, I can see when someone's not into me. Or I can see when I'm wasting my time, or I can see when it's worth investing my time in. Especially coming out of like this idiot that ghosted me. Yeah. Because it came out of nowhere. He had met my friends. Like yeah. and like good friends. Not even like he he had gone to like a friend's going away party with me. Like it was ridiculous. We'd we'd gone to
0: a music festival together. Yeah. Yeah, that's the same like with the guy I wrote about yeah
1: that's what I'm saying it's like I know I was like oh my god it's like is this is 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 she did she get in my brain that was that article I was like
0: holy shit that was exactly what happened to me yeah and like there were the only thing that happened that was like I started to know like kind of a week before he seemed a little distant yeah other than that there'd been like no no like he went from like I want to be with you forever to goodbye forever yeah I don't know it was just so weird and yeah I mean that was cathartic because I was like I think I finally let go of the last of that experience yeah
1: I also feel like it hit me harder because one I was dumped yeah and two I I really think there was like a little bit of like I definitely had like stuff that I was still getting over from my ex because it was like a You know, I started seeing this person fairly recently after my ex. Yeah, same. Which is like this whole thing of like, duh, why did I do this? Why did I jump into another thing when that's not what I want? And like being heartbroken over it, I don't think it was him that I was heartbroken about. I think I was just mourning the loss of like seven years of my
0: life. No, I I 100% relate to that because like... I actually realized like when that ended that I hadn't mourned properly the other relationship.
1: Yeah. Well, I think I was just, so I remember just feeling so relieved when it happened. Like, yeah. I, like ripping off a bandage. Yeah. But I, cause I thought I had already mourned it. And like, again, mm-hmm. this person is wonderful. Don't get me wrong. I mean, they're not without their faults. I wish them nothing but the best, but I, I'm very glad I don't have to see them naked ever
0: again. Yeah. That's the same with my ex. Like he is a wonderful person and yeah, it just got to the point where like, I don't know. I think there were so many things I wanted to, I wanted to explore my own and like heal on my own. Yeah. Couldn't do with another person. But
1: I also found that like my mother would always be like, where's so-and-so? And And I was like, he's home. She's like, but why do you, like, why isn't he with you? I was like, because, I didn't want him to be. Yeah. And also, like, I love my family. My family is loud. My family is very Jewish. My family is, like, there's only a few of us. We're really close-knit. We're really, like, there's, you know, not that many of us. And if I need to, if I'm going to be with someone long-term, they have to at least, like, just be semi-family oriented. I don't think the bar is very high. If all yeah. I'm asking for them to do is like l- actually like being around somebody's family. Yeah.
0: I think that's very reasonable. Like I, I would want the same, like someone like my family's very small and close knit and we are fairly loud as well. <laughs> Animated, I guess you should say, but yeah, like I, I would find it really weird if someone didn't want to ever interact with them. I haven't encountered. It's not that he didn't, by any means. Don't yeah. get me wrong. He, it's not that he didn't.
1: It was just that, like, it just, I, I, I reached the point where I was like, I felt guilty if he yeah. like, and I was like, no, I shouldn't have to feel guilty for including you in like a family thing, like, ah, like, and he'll come and participate willingly and be a good, a good sport. But after seven years, there's only so much of a good sport you can be. Like, there's only so much of, like, me putting up with you, putting up, like, with my family. That it just reaches the point where it's, like, my family's great.
0: Yeah, I think it's really hard, yeah, to leave a relationship when it's not, especially, like, it's not, they're not cheating on you. They're not, like, a bad person.
1: So all I asked him for Christmas was... I asked him to add me to his benefits for his work. We've been together for this long. I know that we don't live together, but we've been sleeping with each other for, you know, almost a decade. Yeah. My meds are $200 a month. I'm a freelancer. Like, that's all I wanted for Christmas. And he wouldn't do it. Wow. And I was like, and he got me and he showered me with gifts. But it also, I also like, by then I had been like, all right, if he doesn't do this, then I'm out. And it was, like, in my in my internal sort of, like, you know, the ultimatum. Yeah. But, like, I didn't ask for much. And I wasn't asking him to move in with me because he had already told me that he wasn't going to. That was a whole other thing. And I had also asked him to move in when I was, like, I can't pay my rent. So that was a whole, you know. Yeah. So I'm glad, like, the only thing that we have connected in our lives at this point is our Costco membership. <laughs> and that
0: expires next month. Yeah. That's great. <laughs> It's, you know, it's so funny when you said like seven years, I was like, that was the exact length of my relationship that I ended as well. But can I tell you that there's, uh, there's not, we're not the only ones. Okay.
1: There's like, at least like between like five, like, like five to seven years, thereabouts eight years even, or like those people that have been together that long are like, okay, yeah, we're going to put a ring on. It's like you idiots what are you doing? (laughs) Uh. Why are you putting a ring on it? This is stupid.
0: Yeah. Well, I know my, my ex partner really, he wanted to get married and like do the, like have babies route. And like, as soon as as it started to approach that, like I had, I started having like, it sent me into like a full on panic attack. Well, not exactly a panic attack, but like anxiety. Like I just knew That at the time I was still undecided about kids. Now I'm perfectly fine being child free, but I just knew like, I didn't want to go down that road with him. Yeah. I was like, yeah, I don't think I can stay. And I felt guilty for staying because he wasn't getting what he wanted. So. Yeah. Yeah. But I also like this, there's, there's this like other weird thing. Like, I don't know if you experienced this. But around sort of, like, your early 30s, like, I felt like if you were in a long-term relationship that was stable, people started asking you whether you were having kids or getting engaged. But most often they just asked like, oh, are you going to have kids? And it was just such a weird phase where I felt like my body became, like, public discussion. So me, yeah. Well, so
1: the – so I – I'm in my later 30s now. So the pandemic happened when I was in my earlier 30s. Yeah. And at that point I had been with this person since my late 20s. Okay. So I think also like I it just like my career, like teaching has been the best thing that I've ever like you can yeah, you can tell everyone that I you know I teach, but like yeah. it's the best thing that I've ever done. I love it so much. I love everything about it. I don't love academic bureaucracy yeah but i have i have a fair amount of autonomy um the curriculum that i get to teach is really fun and interesting and it's exciting like i get to talk about rihanna yeah every like i could talk about rihanna every week i don't I, i'm not even that much of rihanna stan to begin with
0: <laughs> i was gonna say
1: but ask me about harry styles though Oof. yes please
0: <laughs> i actually so i never really paid him any mind i was like uh like me either me either until harry's house but i really really love harry's house oh I yeah still-
1: oh yeah as it like i listen to it constantly
0: yeah me too so i'm 42 and like oh my god you <laughs> a 42 year old harry styles fan like that is not but it's a really good album i don't know Like, I still think Renaissance should have won album of the year at the Grammys. But Harry's House, it is a technically, like, nearly perfect album.
1: No, I'm going to say the first half of the album is great.
0: Actually, yeah. I don't really like the... Up um, to Matilda. Up to Matilda. Yeah. Yeah. I still think, like, I still think Renaissance is, like, that you can put on, play all the way through and then press repeat. So... Speaking of that, uh, mm. some of my friends and I do this like annual mixtape exchange
1: where like we put together like a playlist of like our favorite tracks of the year. And then we also, there's like more to it that I'm just not going to, I don't like, I'm, it, it, there's it's, yeah, it's just, there's more to it. It's like a whole Christmas thing. It's wonderful. We sort of like share our playlists and sort of why we chose the songs and there's other things that go with it, but this playlist that I put together this year was also like speaking of not giving any fucks. Hopefully I can swear on your podcast. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it was like, so this playlist, cause sometimes like, because these are folks that are kind of like music people, music industry people. Yeah. And like in the past, cause we've been doing this for a long time and obviously COVID interrupted that. Um, but like the actual meeting in person, we, I think we did an online one at one point, but um, a lot of people make the playlists very deliberately and they're like, you have to listen to it in this order. Cause they're play- like, it's, it's back to like this idea of making a mixtape, literally a mixtape, uh, on a cassette that you can't play out of order. And my whole thing was, I called it like Huga House or Huga's House. Okay. Like, just to be cozy. And the whole thing was, is that it was, I think it was, I think it couldn't have been more than 12, 15 tracks. Cause there was a, there's a time limit. They had to be like 84 minutes max. Okay. But I was like, this playlist is designed to be one of those ones that you can listen to it in any order. And it's always going to be songs that are like on, like, not, not all of them are super upbeat, but like, mm-hmm. I put two Harry Styles songs on it. I put two Taylor Swift songs on it. Um, and then because we're all like out, here to out hipster each other, I felt very validated when there were three of us who put music for a sushi restaurant on our playlists.
0: Yeah. Well, it's, I feel like, like how TV is having, you know, we're in the golden renaissance. (laughs) I I feel like there's a lot of shitty pop music, but also like there's a lot of like actually good pop music that's come out. And yeah. Like I'm not a Swifty, but I do, I get it. So I'm not a Swifty either, but like,
1: 1989, ugh, and like, I I, I think I have, so I think I have most Taylor Swift songs on vinyl. I don't care enough to go see her live. I only like, I can see her live on the television. I'd rather spend my money supporting like smaller bands that could use my
0: dollars. Yeah, so, like a ton of indie rock. Like, yeah, you know, I'm still I'm still a hipster scumbag <laughs> at my core. I'm like a um I'm like a R and B hip hop house music. Yeah. Yeah. Well
1: I grew up in I grew up in just like literally the north end of Toronto. Like
0: okay. basically like the border of
1: yeah. So I like spent I took I spent a lot of time on the Bathrooms bus. Yeah. A lot. A yeah. lot. Uh, Sneaky D's on a Sunday night was my home for a long time. Yeah. And then it became the garrison on a Sunday night and it's funny to think about it because, like, this is this this weekend is usually like there's. I've never, I don't know if you ever heard of Wavelength.
0: Yeah, I think so. Uh, it
1: was a music series. Yeah, so they're still they're, they're, it's different now. They're a big they're, they're a bigger, more cohesive organization. But it's like they have their annual Wavelength. It used to be like Wavelength Anniversary Weekend because it would be like around this time. Now it's sort of pivoted into a winter festival, which is really amazing just to see this organization that is has. Just kind of grown and blossomed in, in an amazing way, but like just Facebook memories of like a wavelength weekends, and just knowing that like you know that's just like my heart and soul. Um, it's really fun. Like did like five five a.m. house parties.
0: I think that's one of the things I miss mo- the most about Toronto is like the the amount of live music and yeah just being able to go to shows um really easily i did a lot of like i went to a lot of like house music parties like yeah yeah that were like down at like sunnyside pavilion outside in the summer like things like that like you don't really find that at all well you just don't like on the west coast yeah it's, like well it's- my facebook
1: memories i'm just looking at it now because i was like i happened to be in front of my computer and yeah. it was like on this day eight years ago here's a weird one if I wanted to continue educating myself on the force that is the Toronto hip hop scene, where do I begin? And don't tell me listen to Drake. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't even know. Like, I feel like I'm really out of touch with like the Toronto hip hop scene. But like, no,
1: I was eight years ago. It would have been like sixty yeah. five Decisive, Cardinal, Shad, Shaggy, oh, yeah, Amazing, yeah. like yeah. oh, um, Weapon,
0: like yeah. so good, yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I miss that. I miss the like diverse food options. Oh yeah. Cause you're in Victoria still? I'm in Victoria, but I'm looking to, I'm looking to like explore other locations in the next few months. So. I'm yeah,
1: I get it. I get it. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a little landlocked just given that I, I teach at a couple of Toronto institutions and like, I, I own a place, I have a dog, um, so I'm kind of like, uh, I'm kind of stuck in Toronto, but right now, um, my apartment overlooks a park that is, is, a lot of people take their dogs to, and there is a giant Great Dane puppy and a Australian Shepherd puppy meeting each other right now <laughs> in the park, because I took my curtains down to wash them, and, and I forgot that I get this full view of the park, and it's amazing, but also, like i walked around naked in my apartment today because whatever yeah <laughs> with my curtains off
0: yeah see i'm yeah i'm looking for a new place to walk around naked yeah there yeah, yeah. There. it's time for my favorite part of the show a rapid fire game of fuck Mary, kill and today since we've talked about like the renaissance of pop music i think it should be pop superstardom fuck Mary, kill so here are your options Taylor Swift, Rihanna, or Harry Styles. Fuck Mary Kill. And why? Oh my God. Uh, this is a tough one. So, oh, I'm going to,
1: and everyone's going to eat me alive on this. Uh, I would suck. Rihanna, hundred percent. That woman is a drop dead gorgeous human. Oh yeah, she's ridiculous. Um, I would probably kill Taylor Swift, and I know that she's looking up at me in hell. <laughs> From hell, I know. But you know, at least I have the company in hell. Yeah. Oh, and I would for sure marry Harry Styles. So. Just like, have you seen the video? Like late night talking. I just want to wake up next to that. Yeah, But also like, and it's not like. It, honestly, if it, it, I feel like this is like a little heteronormative, being like again, I ended up with the dude, but it has nothing to do with that. I just feel like, <laughs> I just feel like you know, like it just like that.
0: That that is the embodiment of someone I'd want to wake up next to. Every yeah. single
1: day, for the rest of my life.
0: So, okay, so here is my thoughts. Okay, I would marry Rihanna. Because, okay, why? Um, is it because
1: uh, she's already a mom, and you know that she's like got she's got childbearing hands? <laughs> oh my god, I am going to hell. I know this.
0: Oh <laughs> um, no, I mean, like she's like stunning and beautiful, but she just seems like she can sort of relax. She's an island girl. She has Fenty money. And I think okay. she would be like loyal as hell. Like she stayed with Chris Brown. Fair, Chris fair, Brown. fair. And I just think we'd have a nice life together. Um, I would fair. fuck Harry Styles. Okay. And I wouldn't marry Harry is because I feel like he might be a bit of a wild card. I don't know about his loyalty, but he is
1: like, oh, I get it. I get
0: it. Yeah, but he looks like he would be a good time and he's he's easy on the eyes. And yeah, it would be like a probably like a sexy experience, but I don't necessarily need to marry that. And unfortunately, I would have to kill Taylor Swift. I know a bunch of my friends are gonna be really upset about this. (laughs) I feel like a lot of her a lot of her fans are already emo. So they They could probably take it, and oh my god, they're already sad. So yeah, it's so offensive. They've got a long list.
1: They've got a long list of ex-lovers.
0: But she also has like a but, she has like probably I think of all of them probably the most extensive catalog. So there's enough true. Music, oh, true. Enough music to like live on. So it's not like
1: <laughs> I, I I'm glad that we like hey we found another thing to comment.
0: <laughs> yeah, like I definitely would. <laughs> I definitely, we were do- backed into a corner, right? We had no choice. Yeah, but I, I also like do not find her. Um, I think she's like, okay, fair. I, think, I didn't even, like, I don't actually, even register as a like
1: fair, fair. Yeah, she kind of has like her and Anya Taylor Joy kind of have similar vibes.
0: Yeah, like I, I just don't find her like the doe
1: eyed, like.
0: Yeah, like, I can understand she is categorically, like, an attractive person, but I have zero – to me, she's, like, completely sexually neutral. Like, there's nothing sexual about uh, her sex. She's, like, the – did you ever – the good place. She's, like, the Janet of pop music. (laughs) Yeah, like, it's, like, yeah, there's a lot of feelings there, but I have no desire to, like, ever have sex with her. Oh, I love it. I love
1: it. Oh, man.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> well, the funny thing is, like, the name of this podcast is We're Never Doing This Again. But, like, I actually really want to have, like, more conversations with you. So, Oh, I'm, I'm into it. I'm Simone Paget. And thank you for tuning into We're Never Doing This Again. You can find me online at... At Simone underscore Paget on both Twitter and Instagram, and follow the show at Never Again Pod on all platforms. Don't forget to subscribe and support the show by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. I'm Simone Page, and thank you for tuning in to We're Never Doing This Again. You can find me online at Simone underscore SimonePage on both Twitter and Instagram, and follow the show at Never Again Pod on all platforms. Don't forget to subscribe and support the show by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts. you have a crazy dating story, a wild breakup tale, or something else you want to get off your chest, we would love to hear from you. Send an email to neveragainpod at gmail.com or reach out to us on the socials to be featured on the show.